Thank you for joining me today on just a inspirational podcast today. I just want to share some insight, uh, something that I shared at Ames Community College when I was speaking to the alumni and students who were working on their two-year degree. Let me just start out with a story about Paul Harvey. He used to have a radio commentary show, and he always talked about now the rest of the story. He would tell you the first part, and then towards the end, you'd hear the rest of the story, and there was usually a punchline. In this particular occasion, he told a story about a a lady that was in a hospital and stuck in the elevator and she was giving birth. And she repeatedly kept saying, this is embarrassing, I can't believe this is happening to me. So finally, one of the frustrated nurses said, look, this is no big deal. Last year, we had a lady that had a baby on the front lawn of the hospital and she said, I know, that was me. Well, needless to say, that casted a shock on everybody's mind. But, you know, with a little bit of humor and a little bit of understanding, we just don't know what life is going to do to us and how it's going to change so rapidly in our life. So we should always be ready, I guess, is the best way to put it. We have to try. I think that's the bottom line. As long as we're trying, we're going to get somewhere. Now, sometimes we don't always like the direction, but it's important that we put the best effort that we know how. The two best days in our life that they say is the day you were born and the day you found out why. Knowing your purpose in life. This made me think because I myself was born in Grand Junction, Colorado and lived there for eight days and was relinquished to an orphanage. I don't have any know why then, but then finally being adopted and my adopted parents passed away and I went on a quest to find my biological mother, which I did in 2005. And I found four brothers and a sister that I never knew I had. But when I found out the real story, what happened, I was not really shocked, but yet sometimes finding out is really discoverable. And I always suspected that what might have happened to me back then. Discovering yourself is somewhat difficult and sometimes it's good to have friends or people you know that can help you discover yourself and who you really are because they can see from the outside. That's why going back to school or going into college is another means of discovering who you are. All of a sudden you're learning things that you never knew. You're discovering new ways of learning. You're discovering things that you just never knew before. You're studying things you don't like and you're learning about that as well. So this is all part of discovery. Power doesn't come from what we know. It comes from what we need to learn. That's where true power is. Then you're on the constant road of discovery. When you struggle in life, don't look for debate, but look for dialogue. When I do conferences every once in a while, I'll do a retreat for a small company. And one of the things I always start out with the employees or the team, I ask the class to please observe me. If they see me on the left side of the room or the classroom, that means we're in the debate mode. But if you see me in the center or to the right, then we're in the dialogue mode. Debate looks for differences. Dialogue looks for solutions. That's the mode you want to be at, looking for solutions in your life, not debating why you can't or won't, or looking for all the other obstacles of life that run interference. You see, my life is filled with obstacles. I think all of us are. 
that's the way it is. And they're brilliantly disguised as impossibilities. But sometimes obstacles in our life won't change. But what needs to change is us. You can't knock down every wall, but you can learn how to climb the wall or go around the wall and maybe some cases go right through it. But somehow, we have to figure out a way, and sometimes that means posing questions. This is a better way of looking for opportunities instead of creating excuses in our life. You know what they say in excuses. It's the skin of the truth stuffed with a lie. When you think about it, it sounds a little crude, but when you think about it, there's some truth behind that. And how do I discover what I'm doing? I'm good friends with an Italian family in Fort Collins. And I remember sitting at the dinner table with them and the boys were having a debate or a discussion and an argument about what they're gonna do in life and what, how they're gonna achieve. And I remember Dominic Campana slamming his hand on the table, trying to get order in the discussion. And he says, college is fine as long as you're willing to learn when you get out. Well, that really made me pause and laugh. You see, you'll get your education at the university, but what are you going to do with that education? How will you make that applicable in life, especially in how you will live today and tomorrow? And what does that mean for your career path? Let me just ask you, wherever you're sitting right now, do you believe you're sitting where you are right now? Or do you know you're sitting there? There's a difference between what you believe and what you know. Belief really works towards the future. It's like saying, well, after this job, I'm going straight home. Well, that's your plan, and that's what you believe. But will you make it there? Or will something else in life distract you? Students who are in college know they're in college, and they believe they're going to get a four-year degree. So they don't know that yet. But when they get that diploma in their hand, all of a sudden, they have full awareness and they know they've earned it, they made it. Another important factor in our life is to strike a balance. How do we hit a balance in our life that what's too much, what's not enough? Striking that balance. When I used to be the mayor for cons and on city council, I called it a three-pronged test for me if I made decisions or voted on a certain item that was on the agenda. I had to measure how does it impact our quality of life? What does it do to our environment? And how does it impact our economy? That gave me some checkpoints to keep things in balance. So the question again is, what is your three-pronged test? How do you check yourself to see if you're on the right track? Clearly, one of the smart things to do is to set goals. And for me, I use this test for goals. I call it the SAM method. It's an acronym, and it means it has to be specific, attainable, immeasurable. Not just some lofty goal that's very ambiguous and doesn't have an end point or even a start point for some cases, but get something zeroed in on your life that you know what direction you're going. It's mapping your life. I think this will help you. I do believe that if we change the way we look at things, the things we look at will change. So it's imperative for you to use your words to change your situation not to describe it. If you're constantly sitting in the chair of complaint, you'll never get out of there. We have to change the dialogue, change the conversation, or change the narrative. 
I think doing this will help change your perspective on life. Think about Mother Teresa, who lived in poverty all her life. She knew nothing else but poverty. And what was one of the beautiful quotes that she said? I love this. She said that we can't all do great things, but we can all do small things that are great. Helen Keller, who was blind and deaf and couldn't speak, she was really a remarkable person who had a miraculous story in her life. I like her quote that says, the most beautiful things in the world are neither seen nor touched, but they are felt in the heart. It's mustering up the courage to face life regardless of the circumstances in life that you're in. Eleanor Roosevelt had another great quote. She said, there comes a time in your life when you have to look fear in the face and do the very thing you thought you could not do. And that last sentence is important, what you thought you could not do. Sometimes our thoughts are the most destructive things in our life. It holds us back, it creates fear, or it can create happiness. Our thoughts can also be creative, and that will take us a long ways. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.